This is The Final Score, episode 123 for Friday, July 12th, 2013. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Final Score. This is The Final Score, the video game podcast for the rest of us, post-Nerdtacular edition. My name is Scott Johnson, joined tonight by Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Nerds! Big-time nerds. Didn't I just see you? I feel like I just saw you. I did. Just saw me. Just saw me. I was in your bathroom. Oh, perfect. Perfect place to be. Also, Nicole... Uh, Nicole. Nicole Spoog. Nicole. Nicole Spag. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Cole. You were just here, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We, I love that. I had so much fun. You guys missed our Muppet talk at the beginning of the show, yeah. and uh, Nicole is just carrying that through. Yeah. Uh, y'all were just here for the uh, Nerdtacular y'all. 2013. We had a blast. It was great. I uh, really enjoyed the games panel, which you guys were on and I hosted. Uh, that went up on the feed just it a did. few I days listened. ago. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, listened, I listened to it today. Yeah, and it went well, I think. I think that was very yeah. interesting stuff. Some very, very smart people. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Not me. I'd like yeah, to hear more from. I want to hear more from Roger, who was there on loan from the University of Utah. I thought he had really interesting things to yeah. to say about the state of video games and education. I also thought Russell Brower brought interesting points to the table, and uh, really everybody up there contributed. Can I, just say, can I just say Russell Brower? He has a beautiful head of hair. He does. And it's that- he's uh, King Theoden from uh, Lord of the Rings. He looks like the dude that uh, leads right. the writers of Rohan to me. That's not the right song. What's the song? How's the second? It goes. They have a theme. That's the final countdown, which I'm singing. No, I can't do it. (laughs) Are you talking about the intro? No, the one. They have a theme for the Rohan people, the writers of Rohan. Mm, It's like I think it's just clippity cloppity singing. Clippity 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 cloppity. Great. Game of Thrones. You mean like horses, Brian? I got it. Like. So we had a blast. Everybody who was there, uh, we, when I asked everybody in the audience who listens to TM, uh, TMS and TFS, uh, I would thought that those would be big differences. I thought it would be a big, heavy morning show bias. And when right. I said final score, like equal to or more hands went up. And I was like, whoa. Wow. That's because the hardcores come to Utah. That's right. We know how to party, baby. So anyway, right. it was fun. We had a blast. There's photos up. There's video coming soon. Um, do you, if we saw you there, then awesome. It was nice to see you. If you didn't get to see any of it, go check it out. The Flickr, uh, I put up a bunch of Flickr stuff at flickr.com slash Scott Johnson. You can find all that there. And oh, and your, your daughter does fantastic at taking pictures. Thank she you did a good much. job. Yeah, she did a great job. We had her and one other guy there, uh, Michael. I was taking pictures too. You were as well, right? I want to... I haven't done it yet, but I'd like to collect everybody's stuff and, and use it for the video and stuff that's coming out, but I haven't had time to even deal with it. I feel like we've been home for months, but it was just this week we got back. So, Anyway, we're glad to be back. It's time to talk about video games, and we're here to do it. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> I feel like I haven't heard that in a couple of weeks. It's been that you long. haven't. All right. It has. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about what we've been up to. I, I mean, obviously... A big event like that means not a lot of playtime. And I had fully intended to get Last of Us by now since that ended and start playing yeah, what's, it. What's up going on with I that? don't know. I haven't. I, I don't know what my deal is. I got to go out and get it. And then the Steam sale hit. So I kind of got distracted by that. Uh, so I. Shiny free. <laughs> I totally did. 
So yesterday I picked up Far Cry, Far Cry 3 like an idiot because it went on sale and it was 29 instead of whatever normal price. Right, right, and right. I went, oh, that's a really good deal. And then today it went on sale again for 24 Oh. So thanks, Steam, with your weird-ass way of having games well, go on sale twice. I, you know, honestly, I think it's a little bit um, like yesterday or the day for yesterday, Bioshock Infinite was on Green Man Gaming with a code for twenty four ninety nine, yeah, and they just put it on sale on Steam for twenty nine ninety nine, and they both activate on Steam. So yeah, right, so that's that's a little confusing. Con- yeah, I think they're competing a little bit, so they gotta they gotta drop the prices. So I'm like, oh, we didn't realize. Oh, cheaper? Sure, we can go cheaper. Yeah, and Amazon's doing their matching thing. So if you got like a sweet deal on somewhere else, you can go over there and they'll match it. Like all kinds of weird crap going on. With uh, summer video game sales, but I picked up Far Cry Three, the big one, the full one, because mm-hmm. I meant to since the day it came out. I've been wanting to play it. Uh, you know, many. You were said, a big fan of the first one, right? I liked one and two. Yeah, I liked them a lot. Um, three yeah. looked like something I'd really like, and people uh, when that came out in the fall, or was it the fall? Yeah, yeah right yeah. around Christmas, uh, we're saying it was it. one of the best games that year. Period, and it was awesome. It, was, it was Brian's great. game of the year. Yeah, Brian gave it game of the year. That's right. All two hours of it, you gave it game of the year. That's right. That's all it takes. Yep, I'll just need the demo. And so (laughs) I grabbed it. I haven't had but three minutes to hop in, watch that little intro video, and then had to go somewhere. So I haven't even had time to play that, but I will this weekend. I'll get some time with that before I I run out and get Last of Us. So I'm excited about that. Still playing Animal Crossing like an idiot. Uh, Just love it. (laughs) How do you play like an idiot? It's just... (sighs) You finally wore me down. I bought the damn game. Did you? Did you you buy a machine with it? You already had a DS though, right? I had a well, I had the DS for Luigi's Mansion, and then uh, before I got on the plane, I was like, oh, I'm just going to download it and pull this Band-Aid off and nice. playing it. And everybody so, there, had, like everybody at the event, had it on all the time and yeah. open, and <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, yep. now, that you, now that you've had some time with it, like, what do you think? It's Animal Crossing. I knew I knew what it was going to be. I knew I was going to love it. It just it's just another time management not even time management what is it just busy game like a town and i'm building and i'm doing stuff yeah they're kind of but their take on the town thing i prefer so much more than the usual like like the typical ios town running stuff i i'm getting burned out on the same routine Mm because they all do the same thing there's some that are better than others but it's all the same stuff build a hut hurry it up buy uh, spend one thing to make it go faster okay cool you've leveled up all right, now you can build a, a store. Okay, and it's just that same old routine that it's I've been doing since. Work. Yeah, just busy work. This thing is busy work, but it's this much more personal. Like, I mean, your dude is doing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're fishing, you're picking, you're shaking. You're what's your town name? Uh, Dingus. <laughs> Dingus is the name of my town. I yes. the mayor of Nerdville. Yeah, Nerdville's pretty oh. good. Brian, would you name your town? I haven't bought it yet. Well, then you can suck it. And I rode 32 hours from South Carolina to Utah listening to Dave Michaels talk about Animal Crossing this, Animal Crossing that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He didn't talk about that much. <laughs> is Dave playing Animal Crossing? He is, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is, he is. And yeah. I asked him a million questions. I'm like, what do you do with this? Oh, All like, the cool kids are playing Animal Crossing right now. Yep. Um, I learned something though. So I've been, I've been raving about the, the perfect apples cause, uh, they're great. And I found out the reason I don't have perfect anything else is you only get perfect versions of fruit that is native to your town. So if you started with apples or bananas or whatever you started with, I'm pears. If you started with pears, which I don't even have yet, but, uh, I get you, a pear. you can come to my town. I'll get a pear from you or I'll come to your town and pilfer a pear. <laughs> um, but you, you eventually get a perfect pear. 
Uh, 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 <laughs> right? That all sounds you terrible. You didn't want to go there, did you? Hey, you guys, Nicole's got a perfect pair, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and they and they talk like Miss Piggy and Kermit. Am I supposed to do something with the perfect pair? Yes, like bury it. it. Bury it and oh, make a new make I a new tree. It. Oh no no don't do that because they go for the, when you start harvesting perfect pears because that because if you if you plant that in its place will be a new tree which is only perfect pears and they will sell for crap load of money. I need to do that. Then. Here's the only problem. So you've got that. I've got mine and minor apples. Brian doesn't have the game, so f off, Brian, for a second. But the way it works is you'll plant those and you make a ton of money. The problem is, I found this out over the weekend. Somebody informed me of this, or not the weekend, but the early part of the week. That if you, if I, because what I was doing was chopping down all my crappy apple trees and replacing it with perfect, perfect apples, which seems smart, right? Replace your crop with better crops. Like, I'm going to make more money from these. Just like Monsanto. Problem is that those trees will die at the end of the season. They don't live on through the next year. So by the so if this, so if I went ahead and kept doing that, by the time fall rolled around, those trees would all wither and poop out on me, and I'd have no regular apple trees to replenish anything. So they're not perfect after all. Well, the trees aren't. The fruits are, but the trees are oh. not. So uh, be careful with that. Is all I would say to people. Other than that, um, I go to the island a lot. I catch I catch a lot of beetles. Bring those back. Make serious bank on those, like three hundred grand per That's trip a tip from a listener. Yeah. Uh, that's really a great way to make money. It's a little grindy, but I don't care because you can just pay everything off and and move through the game much quicker. So I, you know, there's just a lot to do. I've, I'm on my fourth, I think. Uh, what do you call it? Public works project, right? In that game. Uh, so so when do you when do you cross the road with your ducks? I mean, uh, you never do that. There are no ducks, is- and there is no road to cross. <laughs> I see what you mean, though. Animal Crossing. I see what you're saying. And I don't understand this game at all. I have my night. I have my night. Uh, or what do you call it? My uh, my. What do you call it? Uh, a place you go to dance and hang out and drink. What's that called? Night night, night club. Night club. Jeez, I have my night wow. club. It's rocking. I got a. Uh, uh, the hair place is open now. Oh, jeez, what else? Shoe shop is open. That's pretty good. Like there's all kinds of shite going on in my <laughs> in my neighborhood, and um, in my neighborhood. it just sounds like it sounds so dumb. It sounds so dumb. It sounds so so freaking stupid. It sounds like a Facebook game, is what it sounds. It does, like. but it's not. Yeah. It's the opposite. Well, first of all, it's been around a lot longer than any of those things. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but second of all, it's, its approach is so different. It's just not even close to the same. This direct control thing makes it a, a big difference. Can you customize your flag? I noticed there's like a little flag in it. Yes. It was the Nerdist. I was following on Twitter and he, and he made like a Doctor Who mm-hmm. TARDIS Totally. Flag. I made a penis flag. So. A penis flag. Yeah, yeah, penis flag. You know, just to let the people know, <laughs> hey, if you, to my flag now. if you come to Dingus. Do you, do you fly that high or what? <laughs> I just want to <laughs> warn people a little bit right? about what business could go down here in Dingus. Beautiful downtown Dingus. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you can, you can customize your flags to be anything you want you can draw it yourself or you can, there's a bunch of pre-mades and stuff like that. Um, there's, I got the slingshot, so I'm taking those, uh, presents out of the air and I'm opening those up and those are great. I got a, I got a TV that's made out of balloons. So the interesting thing about Animal Crossing, the, the drive is getting bells and making that currency and using it to do other things. Correct. I, I've never told you this, but um, there was oh, a few years back, oh, a number of years back, um, Animal Crossing on just the regular DS came out, and I bought a used copy of it. And I popped that in, and the person before 
had millions of bells. Oh, wow. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can do whatever I want with my character and I can just, because there was like four characters and you could trade between. And so I had like millions of bells on day one. Oh my gosh. What version of the game was it? Um, had to be DS, right? Because the disc yeah, versions, it was DS. or it could it have was, been N sixty four, I suppose, because they had that version. No, it was a DS. Yeah, it'd have to be because the I guess the disc version you would have had to have their memory card. Wild too. World, uh, Eric says. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. So uh, I was really excited about playing, and then I find out because I got a used copy, I had instant bells. Hmm. I didn't play this game. I stopped yeah. because it, the the challenge okay. was right. not there. It was missing completely. It was. It's amazing, you know. Once you have unlimited bells and you can do anything you want in this little town, you just don't want to do anything. So, Nicole, that feels like a life lesson to me somehow. <laughs> if you have everything, then you've got nothing. Put, think of it right. that way. The, the fun is, the try, is trying to get, is acquire things. Right. It's the battle, not the war, man. You, you don't want to walk in and have it done. Yeah. Interesting. Look at that, kids. We've taught, everyone's learned a little something today. Uh well that's good but yeah I'm loving it and no, I, exactly. it's fun I check it every night I check it every morning it's like this weird ritual good job Nintendo it's one of the highest selling games this year by the way and doing very well selling handhelds you know if they had a if they put that thing out on the on the Wii U at least maybe they get some damn traction on that thing because nobody's playing Wii U games right now Woo-hoo. could you like do you hear I mean all three major publishers are like meh we don't know what we're doing on there. <laughs> like EA is like, well, we don't really do anything on there because it's we're very multiplayer focused and there's like not enough servers going to do anything right now, so it's not worth it. Uh, Activision's like, meh, the install base kind of sucks. And then Ubisoft's like, well, we did the the zombie U, but it sold like poo, mm-hmm. so we're not doing a sequel. And we also made that other exclusive game going to be totally multi platform so that we can make our damn money back. And it's just pretty grim on the home console front for them. Mm-hmm. But on the 3DS, kind of handheld wise, they're kicking oh, ass yeah. right now. <laughs> like they're it's such a weird thing for them. Like they're, I feel like that's their biggest strength. I feel like I feel like if I were Nintendo, this is what I would do. Never count them out because they always have ideas that surprise everybody down the road. But they have such great first party games and such good support that way. Can you see a future where Nintendo makes nothing but great handheld games for their for their own hardware keep making 3ds and whatever their successors are and just keep doing that and third-party support will come because you're selling a million of them so keep that side of your business strong but on the on the full-blown you know hd console tv side publish multi-platform just go for it just put them out like mario sunshine or mario galaxy one and two hd collection on the freaking ps4 and xbox one why not so weird it'd be totally weird but i but i used to say this about sega i used to think that'd be totally weird and now it's Mm -hmm. like no big deal um the big difference too is sony stuff or excuse me nintendo stuff just makes segas look like look like poo in the nintendo's never gonna do that though i don't i agree with you totally agree. i didn't think sega would ever do it what choice they have no i knew sega i knew sega would be if sega was forced whatever direction with the money they would do it but nintendo i feel like nintendo's gonna go down with the ship sometimes and say yeah sega doesn't produce a console anymore so what's their options yeah at all they don't i mean they're not gonna suddenly tomorrow come out with dreamcast 2 you wanted it here it is (laughs) they're done totally buy one they're done, and plus they're all they're, they're like dissolved into five different arms, and they do different things now. And their biggest money makers are PC things. Like it's it, they're in a weird they're in a weird place. And I'm not saying Nintendo would end up there. I think Nintendo has the first party mm-hmm. strength to just rock it, but they also have first party ego. Oh, you know, yeah. 
and you can't like I feel like they're if they were to if they were to multi-platform publish it would be like them some kind of crazy major cultural admission that they were wrong <laughs> and they're not willing to do that they'll fall on no. the sword first I don't know man I used to think Sony was immovable and they've totally proved me wrong this time around well but see this is the trick okay you made a very good point right there and I want to expand on this you are right. Sony did do that, and I'm impressed with what they're doing. But they didn't really do it. All they did, this is the only concession they made. The uptight Japanese executive said, Fine, you can make America and Europe decide what to do this generation. That's what they said. <laughs> and now Europe and America. They have really like, cool voices, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And America and, America and Europe went, Yeah, we'll take the, we'll be spearhead on this PS4 effort. We're going to go awesome with this. Thanks, man. No problem. And then they went back into the little tea room or whatever and quit bugging them. So so what they did is it's kind of genius. The stalwart, immovable Japanese executive cultural thing didn't have to really concede much. They just had to give it away to their other overseas divisions. And the overseas divisions are just now running with it. And they're and, and that way they I mean it's a win win. You 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 do better in the market. They understand it better, and the executives don't have to admit fault. In fact, they look great at the end of all this, right? No problem. So yeah, no problem. So for Nintendo to like pull this off, they, they, <laughs> it's all in the mind. Um, <laughs> Nintendo could do this, but they'd have to do the same thing. They'd have to say, "All right, Nintendo of Europe and Nintendo of America and Nintendo of everywhere else, but here." You guys go run with this hot new console, this next gen, or halfway through this generation, they do something and toss the Wii U for something better, or whatever it is they do, and let them do that. Then, then maybe you can you can repeat that. Now, of course, you know PS4 is yet to come out or show us how awesome it's going to be, but all all signs point to they're hungry and excited. And if if Nintendo. Somebody in the chat room, DeCross says they were just really disappointed in, in Nintendo at E3. I I kind of disagree. I think they had some awesome looking games. I think it all looked great. That isn't the problem. Nintendo can make great games. The problem is they are so egocentric and they have to control hardware that they're making gimmicky stuff that people aren't buying anymore. And therefore, third-party support sucks because they're not selling enough units. That's really it. I'm really That's- waiting for the Nintendo glove to come back. Oh, dude. About time, right? <laughs> There's a Kickstarter for a documentary on that thing that. right now. Really? Yeah, something on just the glove. Isn't that no, weird? I love that. I'd have the glove, and yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Weird. Anyway, uh, get it. This 1.5 to two time, two generations behind, like Drewzilla says in the chat room, is a problem for them. They never are up ahead of the tech curve. Yeah, it's just weird. Like why? And it's mostly because they're like, no, we got, we got this. No problem. <laughs> sit, sit, sit down. We got this. We got this. Uh, I want them to. I would love for them to open it up. I would play all their games on other platforms. No problem. But I, I just feel like Nintendo's focus in like they they know their audience in in the sense that they want to appeal to to kids. Yeah. And they probably feel like, well, we don't need state of the art graphics mm-hmm. you know we'll just we'll cut costs and we'll be able to do this on a on a later chipset yeah but see that would be the that'd be the beauty of this if they stop doing that and just publish software then mm-hmm. hardware is not an issue it's everyone else making the hardware right so they'll make next gen looking sweet looking mario games for kids and adults i mean there's an entire generation of adults in their 30s now 30s and 40s who grew up on nintendo games who are happy to throw down money 
on the next big Mario game or the next big Zelda game. We are happy to continue to do that. It is not we do not look down at it now and go, oh, that stuff's for kids. What was I thinking? Like but maybe they, they don't know that. But, I, I mean, maybe they their market research is crap. I that's don't know. what I'm saying. I agree with you. I think that is it. I think they don't. They are not in touch with their base. At least not their home console base. They think, oh, it has a tablet. You like a tablet? <laughs> you right. all have an iPod or iPad. Why not have a tablet? And I say, no, I got a tablet. I don't need another one. And, and, I, and say Nintendo, Nintendo execs are a bunch of old dudes. Don't know what's going on. Well, kind of, yeah, right. Like old, right. old grandparents who don't get it. And Microsoft, I hate to say this, but they're like that weird uncle that doesn't get it right now. <laughs> like they're having a similar problem. Right. And he's got his hair slicked back, and he's driving the the old, you know, Lamborghini. Yeah, the got, old Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But that's. But this is my point. It's so. And Sony was this. Sony was this almost the entire. Well, I would say at least the first half, and maybe a little bit more of the, of this last generation. They were the same problem. They all do it, and they all cycle in and out of it. It's just Nintendo's turn to be going. Yeah. We don't know what the problem is. I'm like, I know what your problem is. Freaking just listen to I mean players know why why this is a problem. But in in the Have end you played the Wii U yet? No. I'm not getting it until there's a reason to get it. I was talking to Eileen and, and she was saying how just uncomfortable gameplay is on it because you have to look at the you have to look at the screen then you gotta look at the TV and then you look at the screen and she's like a back and forth, a back and forth. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth. Stop it, Eileen. But she didn't say that. Right. But um but just that whole, we're so used to just focusing on a TV when we're playing, and now you got this tablet thingy, and you got to do certain things with that. And sure, you said it was you awkward. Know, I've, I've never bought. I mean, I think Nintendo's doing what they do, and I've I've never bought any. I've never really bought any third party games from Nintendo. I've always bought Nintendo's games. Well, back in the day, back in the day, you did like the SNES days and stuff because that was the the the, the big console to make games on. I mean, if, they, if they've been there. If it if it wasn't on the SNES, if it wasn't a Nintendo title, I was. It was far between before I buy other things. Well, now, yeah, but where now, were Sega, you? But where were you buying those other things? Sega and Sony. I, well, I have my Sega. Well, yeah. Okay, so let's look at those Genesis Super Nintendo days, or even the NES Master System days. Right. Those were days where I mean, yes, the the first party stuff was really strong, but that was also the console where you got NHL '94. That was the console where you got. You know, uh, uh, freaking Final Fantasy. Like you were, you were buying, you were playing that. Whether you were buying them or not, that is where people could get third-party games. These right. days, no one, no third party gives a crap about okay. a Nintendo platform because they aren't selling very mm-hmm. many of them. Unless you're talking about 3DS, and there they do just fine. Like there's plenty of support on that thing. No, no problem. And in a weird way, I kind of sometimes wish they just stop everything else and just focus on that. Right, because it's great, and they're making lots of money, and, and you're it, kicking everybody's trash. Well, and the, again, despite the fact, yeah. I mean, look at it this way: despite the fact that that mobile on iOS and Android is encroaching on their territory and has been pretty hardcore for the last couple of years, they still have managed to do it. That's oh, a big yeah. deal, you know. Totally. That's a huge deal. So, and people are willing to pay. I'm willing to pay thirty nine dollars for a freaking portable game. Somehow, I don't know how that's still happening in my head. Well, it's because they, they make it. really good games. So, so, I mean, back to the original question, Nicole says, well, have you got one yet? Well, no. I mean, they may come out. So, look, that new Zelda game may come out or that new Mario game they announced at E3 may come out and be so good that I just have no choice and I just get it. And I probably will at some point. But 
that's a dangerous, precarious thing to be so reliant on your top tier titles to sell hardware at all. That, that's just dangerous. Right. So right. I don't know. I don't know what ultimately is going to happen to those guys, but weird times, mm-hmm. weird times for them. Uh, what else? Bought a bunch of steam crap. I haven't played yet. Cause the sales <laughs> on, uh, Oh, okay. One quick thing. And then Brian, will get to you. So far cry three blood dragon, the standalone $15. Yeah. Blood stool thing. Yeah. Bl- blood stool. Yeah. Uh, you get a little blood in your stool there, Brian. Is that what's going on? With That's, you? Right. That's okay. right. And it looks it looks like a dragon. Yeah, I understand. Right. Bloody bloody dragon. Gross. <laughs> uh so I played it and I got going in it and I got about, I don't know, probably thirty minutes, forty five minutes into that game. It's funny, had, isn't it? It had to go. Oh, it's hilarious. It's awesome. I'm loving it, right? Totally loving it. I love the cutscenes. They're my favorite. Just ridiculous, stupid looking 90s era Genesis mm-hmm. cutscenes. Cuts uh Scenes and they're skeins, and they're really, really good, and I love it, and I'm and it's great. But I'm 45 minutes in. Kim's like, "Oh, we got to go to the thing. Oh, shoot, I got to go. I got to get out." So I go to save, and it says, "You don't have to save. We're just saving your last uh, checkpoints. So don't worry, you've already been saved." That's what it says. It tells you that. So I said, "Oh, okay," because there's no other option to save. You you chose a save right, slot right. at the beginning of the game, and then it's supposed to be auto saving as you go to checkpoints. I quit. I come back later. I start it. <laughs> it makes me start at the very beginning again. No save. I'm like, what is happening? So I'm like, all right, I can do that again. I play another 45 minutes. I get back to where I was again. Now I'm a little bit further than that. Now I got to go somewhere else. I'm like, all right, I want this to happen again. I'm checking saves. All right, is it say Okay, it says I'm saved. I don't have to do anything special. Last checkpoint. I can even reload the last checkpoint. It's doing that. So I, I know it's there. So I know there's the last checkpoint. I get out. I go. I come back later. I play. It starts at the beginning again. Totally right, losing right. all my stuff. So I'm really pissed at that game right now. Like, I'm mad at it because it's screwing up. I looked it up. Apparently, this is a problem some people are having. Yeah. And I got to work Remember, it out. Remember, I had problem. I had a problem getting mine to even launch at first. Oh, really? It took a little bit, but I, I got it working. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's related, but that save thing is pissing me off. Right. Uh, so, I'll work through it because I still want to play it. And now it seemed I, like it came out pretty fast. What? The game? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it. It sold it's like five hundred. small game, <laughs> but it sold like five hundred thousand copies. They did really well with it. You know we're going to get more right. now. Like it's great, but right. why did it? Why can't I save? I don't want to play it again if I can't save it. That's going to piss me off. I can't sit and play the whole thing straight through. So, come on, man, what the hell? All right, Brian, rope and fly. What the hell's that? All right, so I'm I'm at Nerd Tackler 2013. Yeah, and so I'm walking by, and and Ralph's not paying attention, right? Love Ralph. I miss Ralph I'm like, already. I'm like, Ralph, what are you doing, man? He says, I'm playing rope and fly. Or rope and rope and dope. And I was like, what'd you say? Rope and fly. So I was like, okay, let me look it up. Rope and fly. So, got it. Rope and fly. So I grabbed it. So it's one of those, it's one of those uh, rope games. You know, where you, like where you work Like cut the rope on, or? Where, well, no, not even that. Cut it's, the it, well, so, no, yeah, Cut the rope's an interesting game, but it's not cut the rope. It's rope and fly. It's a, it's a momentum game. So it's not cut the I rope, know, then. I know it sounds a lot like cut the rope, uh-huh. but it's not. You mean what it's you not do cut the rope? You, you use the rope, <laughs> and you fly through the air. So okay. you're flying through the air. All right, so it's a moment, momentum game, like, basically. Like uh, and, Spider-Man, kind of. Right, just like Spider-Man. Unlike, unlike Cut the Rope, which has nothing to do with this game. Nothing nothing like okay. it at all. He, he is like Spider-Man in the fact that he flies through this stylized city. And you're, and you're a ragdoll. You're kind of like this little ragdoll physics, and he's kind of flopping around and everything. And I found something very disturbing. If you hit the ground hard enough, his head falls off, and it rolls down the oh, street. Oh, gosh. I didn't see that coming. Okay. But, uh, so, but I, apparently, I suck at these games. I know. I know, right? 
Yeah, and I've actually I'm so embarrassed actually, for you now. You've said I that. played this. I played this while we was we were up at the Game and Media panel. I was up because I had just seen it right before, and so I was up there. I was trying to get it to work, and yeah, I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah. I don't understand because when you when you grab something, you immediately start going in this uh, counterclockwise motion, okay. right? And you can force it to go to a, a, a clockwise motion, but oh, it's very difficult. Oh, I've played this. Sorry. I just noticed I have this game. Okay. I know right. which one it is. And, yep. it's, and it's left to right. Yep. But for some reason, the counterclockwise motion, I can't figure it out. I'm always launching it too late or too early, and I'm always just like going straight to the ground or – I'm curving. I'm going upside down. Ralph is trying to say, it's okay, man. It's okay. One of, the, one of the goals is to see how far you can go backwards. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. I can't do this stupid game. So <laughs> I, I dropped my 99 cents. I think I've seen it free since then. So I'm like, thanks a lot, Apple. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's very simple. Ragdoll physics, uh, momentum. You got several different uh, – you got several different modes you can go into. You can do it either by time or you can go like – I used to do like the 30 seconds at a time because that's about all I can take before I start screaming and yelling. Uh, but you can do it by distance. And the the one fun thing about this game though is that there's objects in the sky that are other than the buildings like the airplanes. There's airplanes that come by. If you can grab a hold of one of those things, you got it made. So what's the difference in this and Rope and Fly 2? I see there's two of them. Uh, just Rope and Fly 2 is just much cooler, man. No, to me, I don't even know if it's made by the same place because – they don't look anything alike. Yeah, same guy. Opinion. Robert Selinski and Robert Selinski, same guy. Right. And I'm not sure if I'm playing the original or if I'm playing some kind of Rope and Fly 3, which I saw, if they rebooted the whole stupid thing. I don't know. All I know is I saw somebody else playing it, and I wanted to play it because it looked really cool. And then when I tried to actually play it, I sucked at it. Okay. Um, so then what did I do? What did I do then? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm getting ready to go back. And earlier this week on the um, – on the app store, yeah. right there in big plain view is this beautiful hedgehog looking thing. Sonic the, he- Sonic the Hedgehog? You would think so, right? And I hate I hate the hedgehog. I was gonna say Sonic you're not hedgehog. a fan at all of that. So so there there's this game called White Sky, and it was free this week on the app store. So I was like, and everybody's raving about it and how great it is. I'm like, okay, cool. So I grab it. The dang thing's another momentum swinging game. <laughs> <laughs> like mother <sighs> So but at least this one is a little more complicated. It's got a little bit more style to it. It's uh, it's very, it's very pretty. It's very, it's got these pastel colors, and it's got wide you're like in, sky. I'm checking that wide out. sky. You're kind of out in the it, basically you're all the, the hedgehog has constantly gotten this like you ever seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, he's yes. got like this. He's got like this thing protruding out of him. I and hate so that he shoots movie, it, by the way. Freaking hate right? it. Right? Oh, movie. I love that movie. I hate it. So anyway. What it looks like the hedgehog is doing is shooting his penis out and grabbing the clouds is what it looks like. Well, it's an overrated, just, dumb movie ever made. Sorry. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so it's really weird that he's got this 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 Ooh, I like the artwork floppy thing. Looks, the artwork is beautiful. Yeah, it looks it's great. very it's very simple. And what you're doing basically is you're grabbing clouds that are very stylized and you're swinging around clockwise, counterclockwise, constantly screaming and yelling at the stupid thing. And you're supposed to break blocks open, and it gives you directions of which way to go. So at least it does have that because when I first started playing, I didn't realize that little arrow that was flying around my head yeah. was telling me where to go. Yeah. I was just, I was just screaming. What did you think it was? I didn't know. I'm like, can I hit it? Can I hit it? And every time uh, I try to hit sorry. it, it would move away. I got the worst case of the arrows. <laughs> oh, you stupid arrow, move, mother, move. You know what game I think you would like, Brian? Oh, based on what you're, you're talking about right now, what? What's that? I think he would really like QWOP. 
Q-op. Q- Q- oh, Q- gosh. With oh, the- wait, is that the Q... Oh, yeah. You made me play that stupid game. The QWOP thing that you have yeah. to get to run. I actually did pretty good. I remember... I mean, that's kind of... I mean, you have to... It's frustrating. Ragdoll it's- physics kind of stuff. Q-op. That guy made another one that called... Uh, Oh yeah, something you have else. To climb up a rock. ZXNM. Oh. <laughs> it was something like that. ASDF maybe. Maybe Wazda. Wazda, yeah. So, so that was my stupid momentum games that I played most of the time while I was out of town. And I went back to, and I've, I've talked about it before, but I'm going to reiterate again. I talked about um, Infectionator. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and uh, Infectionator is is still a lot of fun. I played this thing forever while I was on the trip, and I'm sure I was bugging Dave to death because we did Nerd Bus. And we had 32 hours. You can bug them all you want. It's fine. 32 hours of me sitting there tapping on zombies, I'm sure, was getting on his nerves. Um, And but I I talked about this a little bit more in depth on uh, on on the Mac cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did that, that too. We talked about Uh, uh, what the hell we talked about easy or no something fishing. uh, Whatever was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard fishing or wherever it is. What's that called? Whatever it is. Basically, basically. Ridiculous fishing. Sorry. Right, ridiculously fishing, yeah. ridiculous, and and you know basically looks at your at your iPod and he he kind of goes over it and he finds something interesting. We talked about it. It was a lot of fun. He found I enjoyed your porno, myself. didn't he? He found your porn that you keep that's in the, there. That's the first thing I told him not to look at. I'm Hold like, on a second. Is this zombie or this infectionator? Is this uh, is this like t- uh, tower defensey? No. Are you sure? Because I don't want that in my life. No, no. It's 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 more like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes. no, it's it's nothing like tower defense. I mean, first of all, you have to set your things up, and then you tell it to start, and then a whole bunch of stuff just keeps coming at you. Well, no, it sounds like tower defense, defense to me. It's not tower you're defense. You're the tower, and you're defending yourself, right? right. It, I mean, you could stretch and say this is tower defense, but not really. Oh, I that mean, sounds horrible. Because there's a lot of interaction. I mean, you got, you got to click a lot of crap, so there's not very tower defense. You're more like tower attack. Okay. How about that? Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm in. Stay down with that. I'm in. Right. I'm in. But I finished it on the easy level so that I could unlock the hard, and the hard's not any harder than the easy to me. Okay. So I don't know what, what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell me stuff. Awesome. I know that. Like, they're constantly they're tra- constantly trying to buy me, get me to buy credits, but I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Forget you guys. I'll you try can that buy game. Me. I like the style. Very eight uh, bit. It's nice. Oh, you'll love it. You'll love it. Yeah, it's uh, sure it's it a lot is. of fun. Very, very addicting. I bought another. I bought a puzzle game that reminds me of this visually on, uh, on Steam for the sale. It was like two bucks, and I don't remember the name of it. But you run side to side and shoot right. instead of like Tetris. So these Tetris pieces fall, but you're like this little monkey guy that shoots the pieces and then tries to survive and jump around. <laughs> It's hard to explain. <laughs> Try to, are you saying Cubert? What, what are you no, playing? I think I'm going to do it on. I'll do a. Uh, uh, Frog Pants TV on it, which reminds I so. me, I totally forgot. I did play, totally forgot about this when I got home. So the the open beta for Firefall, uh, after what five oh, years yeah. of teasing that game at us, that was uh, that started this week, and I got in and I played a bunch and I filmed a bunch of it and put it up as an episode, and I came away kind of not caring very much. I I, really? I was surprised, and I'm not sure. Why? So this is all ex-Blizzard people. There's a lot of good, you know, sort of good uh, credibility with that. A lot of people that worked on WoW and worked on Diablo and other kind of, you know, uh, loot games and things. This is a shooter. It's third person. You run around this huge open world. You blow stuff up. You protect things. You mine for things. You craft things. You level up. You get new suits and armor and blah, blah, blah. 
It's beautiful, really nice looking. Except the girl model is the weirdest damn thing you've ever seen. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> so weird. You have an issue with a girl? It's the model though. It, when you if you go watch the video, it's in the first like three minutes of the video, and you can right. you can see what I'm talking about. It's funky. It's just something. Something. Oh yeah. Up. I started. I started. I started to download this last week because I got my I got my update and said, oh, okay, it's available. Yeah. But I also got my um, Neverwinter oh, is yeah. available. So so I'm like, okay, I'm like, I, I've got to play Neverwinter. I'm, I'm I just got to play. Neverwinter is more compelling, right? Than right. than than Firefall. I don't know what's going on there. There's something I walked away just kind of going, eh, I don't know. I was man. excited. I was like, I was excited about Firefall, but I kept getting that impression too that that. There's something that just wasn't quite right about it, but I Maybe used to. It could totally listen. I'll admit this. This could totally be one of those moments, and we all have them. Nicole, we've talked about this on the show before, where mm-hmm. a certain kind of game mm-hmm. you just need a break from, or or the things about it that are that usually click with you just aren't clicking, and you just need time away from it. I feel yeah. like that's how I am with that. I'm playing that. I'm going well. I kind of really got my fill of tribes and and the 10 other games this reminds me of, and I just need a break from this, and that's kind of what I felt like. But anyway, right. sorry, Brian. Also, that's okay. No, no. Something I didn't write in the notes. Um, I Ibit showed me this game, Quinto. Quinto. Have you seen this game? No. Uh, you probably, right. everybody's probably Everybody's probably seen it. I'm probably saying it wrong. And uh, But it's it's just, it's kind of like this math game. What do you do? Yay, um, math. Yay, <laughs> yay, math. I don't think I've ever heard Nicole sound you more have, excited about a video game than a writing you have, game. You basically have a three-by-three three grid, so you have nine, uh, nine uh, you have five numbers, and then you have four operators, math operators, All in right. between. And so you have to make these combinations of, of numbers. So like, um, like, let's say you have to make five. Well, you may see a, you know, a two minus seven or something on the screen. And so it increases with difficulty as you go along. So you kind of have to, you have to hit each one of them, but it's, it's a nice little thinking game. It's, it's, it's very simple looking. Ugh, and it sounds like math, but it is math, but it's, it's, it's kind of fun. I'm Even not going to game. <laughs> Are you, <laughs> it's like math, but in a video game, but like in a video, I'm like, I'm learning something. Do you feel like you're learning something? But it's all, you know, it's all single digit stuff. So I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking 13 plus 12, at least not as far as I've gotten. Maybe there's getting some double digits later on. Bank yeah. no multiplication for God's sakes. Please no. Yeah. Eight times eight. I don't know. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, that sounds terrible. But, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually pretty fun. Okay. Maybe if I was, maybe if I was in high school and I was, or high school. <laughs> elementary was, school yeah maybe, maybe if i was in high school and i was still failing shut math up. Would, shut up shut it i'm sure it's fine it's be a hard time. i'm not going to give you a hard time for that uh all right awesome nicole what's going yes. on oh my gosh you cracked skyrim i can't wait to hear all right so before i get to that yeah. i just want to say my favorite moment of nerdtacular was playing a little ios game called space team oh, yeah. with you, Hakito, and Mark. Yep. And oh, then yes, I, I... And so we were playing it there. It was hilarious. And then when I recorded Ladies of Lee live, we decided to to do a round of Space Team. That's on the brilliant, podcast. by the way. Brilliant it was idea. so funny. <laughs> For those of you not aware of Space Team, I, I've never heard of it. Um, and it's for situations where you are with... 
four other, you can, it goes up to four people. So up to four people, you know, sitting around, everybody's looking at their phone and it's a way for you to still look at your phone and uh, interact <laughs> with people. <laughs> you're with. I am giving you my full attention. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> so it connects either through Bluetooth or um, Wi-Fi and you all go into a room and you're in a spaceship that you don't have to you don't have to steer it it steers itself but you have to communicate with one another when a prompt comes up on the board and you may or may not have that switch or dial so you have to call it out like There's stupid things like activate the mandibular flambus or something exactly yeah. so i had so much fun playing that game with you guys and it's the only the only time i could play it is if we're in the same room yeah, so that was great it's so fun um I'm, and i I'm felt ridiculous but i loved it yeah it's real good uh <laughs> i would recommend uh playing that if you don't i think that thing's available on a couple of different platforms i think it's on android yeah, now it's- and it's free and it's, too. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Did you guys see that Infinity Blade Two was free this week? No, but I heard the Infinity Blade Dungeons, or whatever it was called, got canceled for good. Oh no! It's depressing, man. That was supposed to be a game. Yeah. Like to play and stuff. <laughs> to play and stuff. It was going to be a game. You can really tell we did some traveling this week with all of our iPad games and yeah. portable games for sure. But interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm a fan of that space team thing, but I'm no good at it. I don't feel like I'm doing I'm anyone worried, any good. But I love it. Yeah, it's good. And then when the Android comes, you all have to shake your phone, and then yep. it does a time shake warp it. thing, and I'm not sure what you're supposed to do there, but yeah. we always seem to get through it. It seems somehow that works. It's it's a weird-ass game. but <laughs> It's yeah. awesome. I it, love it. It's real good. Well, that's great. It's like, pay attention to the people that you're with, right, instead of looking at your phone. Yeah, and then the, the best part is when you do screw up, it's constantly like these buttons are falling off the panels. So you, so not only you're trying to tell people what to do and, and hear what they're telling you to do, you got to like move these pieces back together. It's like a weird reverse Tetris kind of thing. Like it's a, that's an odd, awesome, yeah, great game. Yeah, It's fun. It's so I just, I wanted to give you my, one of my highlighted moments because oh. it involved a game. I didn't get to play that. There was an amazing area for gaming there were so many people playing games it was it was amazing to watch people yep. were playing um you know Car- cards against humanity and munchkin and cryptozoic sent so many awesome games i had no idea there was a board game for lock and key yep um and that room was just hopping man. always always going yep and i want it so badly i need to carve out some time next year and just play some munchkin i was really bummed that i didn't get to play well, we had a we had a kind of a post-mortem meeting about the event and the, one mm-hmm. of the very first things we talked about and everyone agreed on was that was a a really good idea and turned out great and b we wanted to make it so that it was easier for people like you guys and me to mm-hmm. actually tear away and play yeah uh so we're gonna we're gonna try to make that happen last year but awesome. yeah that was awesome and those guys all seem to be having a really good time in there so when i got home um, I thought, you know, let me see what, what I have to play. And like it says in the show notes, I finally pulled off that Band-Aid. That's called Skyrim. Yeah. I can't believe it. Both Mark and I were like, you know, let's play a game together. And we were playing Would together like in to game. We'll just be game. sitting next to each other playing this game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Being a single player game and all. Yeah, so uh, both Mark and I fired up our copies of Skyrim on mm-hmm. uh, Monday and got into it. Um, I'm I'm keeping with it, but I like you were saying, you know, I'm kind of burnt out of this huge, massive, overwhelming 
open world concept. Sure. That I don't know how long I'm going to stick with Skyrim, but I love, I mean, I knew I was going to love it. Yeah, of course um, you will. And you probably will, you probably come and go a little bit because you were, I mean, the reason, if, if you haven't listened to the show, Nicole has been playing pretty relentlessly. She's been playing Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Vegas and it's yeah. the same engine. It's it's a yeah. better engine. They've improved mm-hmm. it in a ton of ways, but it's it's really is a very similar mechanically based game. They're very similar. So and, if you if you played the one, you're about to play the other, and it's pretty much kind of going to be very similar to what you just played. And see, Mark is more fantasy. He likes more fantasy. I like more sci-fi. Yeah, that's true. So I'm he's the Most sword on the laser. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that you sound like the uh, the yeah. laser for sure. You're the Tom Merritt of this relationship. Uh, no, that's cool. I'm glad you cracked it open though, because that game is great. It's got some amazing story in it. Um, I did buy the Dragonborn. Uh, did you? The Dragonborn DLC finally. That was just yesterday. In fact, I picked that up. It was on sale, right? Yeah. And I don't know when I'm going to play it, but I plan to. So. Um, I also cracked into the fourth DLC for Borderlands 2, which, by the way, I've heard is not the final DLC. I thought it was. I, was it. I thought it was too, but there was an announcement that came out that said we have more in store for Borderlands 2. Weird. So I'm excited about that because the Tiny, D- Tiny Tina DLC... Um, is the best of the four, and it's even up there against the full game for me. Wow. It's so awesome because it's set in a fantasy world in this fantasy. So it's like a fantasy world inside a fantasy world, and you're playing a game called Bunkers and Badasses, which is, a, you know, it's their spoof of Dungeons and Dragons, and Tiny Tina is the dungeon master, and then you have Torg, who is like this big, big muscly guy, and there's there's even a quest line uh, poking fun at Game of Thrones where you have to go beat up uh, Prince Jeffrey. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, it's hilarious, <laughs> and it's so just the timing of it and all of the references, are it's perfect. I love this game. This that's, DLC is wonderful. That's really cool that they have been willing to support that for as long as they have. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And you, your character, you need to have at least a level 30 to really be able to do anything in this in the Tiny Tina DLC. Mm. It scales. So I'm level 50, so everything's scaling to level 50, but you have to be at least level 30 to, to get into it. Hmm. So right. it's it's a great DLC. And if you if you have the game, you, this is 100% worth going back to it. Okay. Love it. Right. You'll love it. Best costumes at Nerdtacular where people oh dressed up in those things. Oh, my gosh. They were mm. awesome. Yep. I... I got a picture with him. I didn't get a picture with the Gunzerker. Yeah. But um, there was the um, Sir Hammerlock. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he looked great. Uh, the assassin uh, from the first one, yep. um, Mordecai, Mordecai. Mordecai. Yep. He was awesome. He looked really good. And then good. there was the the uh, Mecromancer. Yep. I think her name's Rogue. Um, they were just wonderful. Yep. I, I met them and I loved it. I love that costume contest, by the way. Yeah, we did really well. I think that stuff just gets better and better every year. Thank you, Chen yeah. Bid. I don't like how many. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. What else have you been playing? SpongeBob moves in. Oh, it's one of the. So I just want to say I've been playing way too many town maintenance games, including <laughs> Animal Crossing, but I've also, because of Samantha Jane, started up uh, Sims Free Play, yeah. which is on my iPad. And I don't know. This is my own fault. SpongeBob moves in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm a huge SpongeBob fan, and I saw they had like little town game. 
And it was, it's self-contained, so it was like $1.99, but it, it, you can't necessarily, like with Simpsons Tap Out, you can go into other people's towns and things like that. It's nothing like that. It's just sp- a t- SpongeBob town, and that's it. And it's really, I'm finding, very slow going. Like, it's, it takes too long to level, and I'm really getting kind of annoyed with them. Like, is this supposed, I think this is supposed <laughs> to be a kid's game, and it's really hard. What's going on <laughs> to get to the next level? So some of the little stupid games that I'm finding myself you know, just killing time while I'm taking care of a sick kid. That Sims uh, free play thing's not bad, though. Uh, the Sims free play, I'm, I really it's enjoy, surprising, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that game surprised me. It's still kind of that wait for stuff to happen, you know, check back in kind of game, but it's uh, pretty well done. Yeah, you build all your town out, your town get, increases in value, you know, yeah. you make babies and <laughs> go to the bathroom. I like to make babies. <laughs> I make the babies. Uh, all right. <laughs> Well, there you go, folks. Those are the games we have been playing. Let's move right into a little bit of the headlines. I need food. Meant to mention we saw Casey Banta there, of course. He was uh, uh, He was on the he was up there with us. He was fantastic. He was victorious yeah. is what he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really cool to see. So uh, big grats to him. Did a great job. Yeah, I haven't seen him today so far, so I don't know if he's calling in, but uh, he deserves a break if not. Uh, so I did a straw poll right before Nerdtacular to ask you, the listening public, what you thought your game of the generation was. Nice. And the results are interesting. I failed to put a couple of games on there. One of them was the Mass Effect series, which I feel bad about because I think that should have been there. Oh, absolutely. Um, but here's how it went. So I, I listed a bunch of games, the ones I could just think of, and many hundreds of you, thousands of you, uh, entered. To tell us what you thought. Number one, Skyrim with 22% yes. uh, of the overall vote. That's pretty awesome. Surprised by that a little bit. I don't know why. I mean, I think I actually, the, the fight for game of the generation for me is between right. that and Red Dead Redemption right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, need to I play Last on, of Us, I, but I haven't. I yet. loved it on the PC, but I don't really consider that a generational game. Are, did you consider that? Like the PC games as well, or was no, it was it's just console? It's, it's I don't the console thing doesn't. I mean, we're counting console as the generation, like that's the determining right. factor of the time period. And right. as long as we're talking about that time period, I think anything goes, mm-hmm. whether it's that version or not. It doesn't matter really. It's the same content. And I, I I took this. I you could pick multiple, so I picked Bioshock and Fallout. Or my two. Yeah, interesting. Uh, let's see. So number one, Skyrim. Number two, something not listed here with 14% of the vote is what they said. Right. So that was a big mystery. Yep. Uh, Three, Bioshock. Four, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, The Bioshock one's anything in the series. Um, Fourth, Red Dead. Five, Batman Arkham City games, Arkham Asylum game, all that stuff. so good. Six, Uncharted series. Seven, Fallout 3 or New Vegas. Eight, Last of Us. Nine, Super Mario Galaxy 1 or 2 and both or whatever. 10 journey and in 11th place the gears of war series with only three percent of the vote interesting anyway. so it, it, i think it's interesting that journey beat so that. many so many <laughs> people said yeah right last of us in, in the mainstream but it doesn't look like it's maybe is as impactful well overall uh i will tell maybe yeah i think maybe too new or uh you know, not enough people have played it. Maybe, yeah, I think so. Even even if you own a PS3, it's so late in this generation. It's one of the things I feel bad about because I feel like that game. You know, people think it's just amazing and it's getting killer reviews across the board. 
But it came at this tail end where, where a lot of us are kind of like, man, I'm going to wait for the next consoles to buy a new game or, you know, or whatever. I think that's true of a lot right, of right. people. So I think just people have played it. Hmm. Uh, Skyrim got played by everyone. <laughs> oh, so, yes. Uh, except Nicole. And now it's getting I, played well, by I her. I finally could be in that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can finally <laughs> see. So anyway, just interesting results. Thank you guys for participating in that. Speaking of Skyrim, do you guys have any favorite mods? Because... Not yet. Um, in fact, people are always surprised. I didn't use any mods. Yeah. I still have not installed a mod. So I don't know what the best one. I know there's a lot of inventory have mods. A mod that just get, takes away the stupid bag restriction. Well, you can do that with a cheat code if you want. <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah, it's okay. a single line cheat code. And, you, and I did do that. I, I think it's the only cheat code I have active. You basically just go in there and say set bag something something. I put like 5,000, which means I can hold anything I need. I think I might do that. I don't have the energy to... Manage my bag like I did with Fallen. <laughs> Brian needs to manage shirt. his bag too. I know I need a shirt I need to manage my bag. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna. I have a really good list of those. What are you doing with your hands in your pants? Oh, I'm managing my bag. I got a lot of a lot of uh, practical cheats for that game that aren't right. that aren't cheats like oh I just want to win, but they're things like I don't know, like the bag thing, like. Uh, Oh shoot! I didn't mean to destroy that guy or kill that guy. Oh, I yeah. become, you know things like that. Yeah. Take it back! I take it back. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, or send it to me. Yeah, I'll send it to you. And and they're real easy to, to to do. And the bag thing goes away immediately. It's like oh okay. And the rest of the game just becomes better without that restriction. Anyway, game's great. Freaking love it. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. I hope you keep going for a while. Anyway, I will. I will. <laughs> and then I hope you quit. I mean, I quit I was on and off for a long time, but I always loved it. I just was, you I've know. Seen some some of the hours played by some of our our listeners. I'm like, holy oh, crap! It's disgusting. That game is enormous. Oh my gosh, 500 plus. Yep. Can you oh. believe that? Can you imagine that? 500 plus hours. Totally. I I game. think I'm you know a little compulsive when I'm you know 150 to 200 in. Yeah, you get 100 <laughs> out of me, and you're doing something. <laughs> You get two uh, out of me and you win. Steam sale finals <laughs> finally starts is what Brian meant to write, but he put final starts, which is fine. It's fine. It's not a problem. Brian. I don't. I don't need the other one. No, it's okay. You don't need you that Y. You don't need that Y on there. Why? Save the Y. No start. Save that Y for uh, uh, your for, uh, for later for my kids. For your kids. Save it for Why? your offspring. For your for your progeny. Right. Uh, anyway, Steam start uh, sale started. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff already. There's votes every day. There's flash sales. Keep your eye on what's going on. I still, my only thing that bugs me is two things. One, I already have most of what they're putting on sale. And two, this double sale thing where they'll like have Far Cry 3 for $29.99 and then suddenly there'll be a flash sale for five bucks less than that. It's like, damn it, I just bought it like well, 10 that, minutes that's ago. Kind of, that's kind of how the flash sales have been for the last couple of years. It's, it, it does because you just never know. And it's usually the most of the complaint about the flash sales is usually right at the beginning. They seem to do some of the. The bigger stuff at the beginning, it seems. Right. So it is what it is. Best Buy takes Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag's most obvious joke to heart. What's this about? They think, they think it, they think it's going to be Henry Rollins. Mm. Oh. Up and down from Black Flag. Remember, remember his band? Black Flag? Oh. <laughs> and, uh, so wait, they put... Oh, this, is, this is Best Buy in Canada. Oh, well, there's your so problem. So you got you to gotta take what you get. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but they had it listed that way. Like Best Buy screwed around with some Photoshop and like right. put it in the store with Henry that's Rollins' awesome. face on it. That's, right, right. So that's that's, that's awesome. So I would have loved that. I would have loved Henry Rollins being in that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, let me ask you a question. Here's a question. Either either Canada is 
Maybe they just have better sense of humor than us. So there's a, there's a ton of websites out there vying for your attention when it comes to video games. Joystick, Kotaku, Polygon, Giant Bomb, freaking just all oh. up and down the wall, right? Right. Where do you go the most often? Just, this to, is, just to check your daily news or to see what's what or whatever's going on. This is this is how I check it. I use Google News. Basically, I, I go basically I go to Google and I type in PlayStation Space News. Right. Microsoft Space News, Xbox Space News, and that's how I get most of my my news for the day. Okay. I, I don't I don't because I feel like everybody else is so slanted, and I can I can just hit all the headlines and I can see what I want to read and. Wait, you can I, do – if you search Google, just straight up Google and I say, if you say PS4 place, Space News, it's just mm-hmm, going right. to give me all the news? Mm-hmm. Well, it will get – yeah, the, the Should, top yeah. results, there will be a section that is Google News and oh. just go to that section there. That's, that's how I do it. More news. Oh, weird. I haven't been searching that way. I've just news. been going to the news tab and then searching there. I think I learned that from Tom. I think Nicole, I think where, do you, where do you go? What do you do? I I read a lot of Kato- is it I always mispronounce their name Kotaku 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 um, and yeah that's IGN I, I I really follow a lot of news on my Twitter feed yeah. I use my Twitter feed for just yeah. to kind of see like do you do lists and stuff on Twitter I've I've never really done yeah the lists. I do lists yep yeah. yep yep I should I just have a random splattering of idiots every day. <laughs> <laughs> I am proud to be part of that list of idiots. Yes, you are. You are definitely on my list of idiots. <laughs> so is Brian. Uh, interesting. And by the way, condolences, uh, speaking of Giant Bomb, yes, to those guys Giant for Bomb. the loss of Ryan Davis. He was, uh, I believe, a very important voice in gaming, but also in gaming podcasting. Absolutely. And um, those guys, uh, they're, they're, it's, that's, that's a real blow, especially to anybody yeah. who's close to him. That freaking sucks. He's only 34 yeah. years old. And... Uh, just married like five days previous and ugh, right. Right. Ugh, just finished E3. I mean, like things were going great and suddenly that was it. Really, really interesting guy. I'd had a few interactions with him on uh, Twitter and some private messages and stuff and just always a treat to deal, to deal with. And I feel bad that, uh, that that happened. So anyway, Absolutely. you want to pass that up without at least mentioning it. Let's, um, uh, what else? That's it. That's news. Want to do a contest? I think we should do a contest. Scott yeah, Johnson. I guess we're not going to have Casey today. I haven't heard him. He gave up. He met us in Utah and said, ah, F this. That, that was it. Those guys are douches. <laughs> no more of this. All right. Cranky old gamer sent us D&D Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, now with 120% more bulge. Now, here's my question. I thought that got pulled from all the stores that came on. So maybe this is a big deal to get this now. In other I, words, you can buy Yeah, because there was some dispute over copyright holding, and they pulled it from the App Store and also from Steam. Huh. Well, Doesn't get it on, it on Steam, Steam for that, you know? yeah. yeah, is it on there still? Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. like right yeah. now, you see it on there. I saw it earlier because I was I was looking up the information on it, and it's enhanced edition. And oh, Steam Store just went away. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Steam's been having a little trouble today, oh, yeah. like all day. <laughs> worse right. than worse than yesterday. I don't know what's going on with those guys. Come on, Valve. I thought you had this figured out. You're going to have these sales. You're going to have a bunch of traffic. What are you doing? Anyway, I looked earlier and I could buy it for $9.99 because I was thinking about getting it myself. Mm, and maybe it was it, just the App Store, but there was some somebody somewhere had said that or was claiming copyright for some of the stuff and they couldn't publish it anymore or something. Right. Well, it's it's on sale right now for $9.99. It's usually $19.99 okay. on Steam. So. All right. Did you guys ever play the original? I did. Did you? You remember that game? Yeah. I, no, I don't. I think I, I was, did. I was, I, I, was, I was in college. You didn't just play uh, 
<laughs> you didn't just play uh, the demo. It was it was the it was D it was D right it was D enhanced. <laughs> Touche, Nicole. Good point. Uh, Baldur's Gate. You're right. Still on Steam. Not on the App Store though. I don't know what's going on with that. So anyway, but available now. 120 percent more bulge. We're gonna mm. give that to who? Who are we giving that to? Oh, congrats to Blood Roar. Blood oh, Roar. No, that's a different. One, that's a different thing. So are we giving this away on? Tw- are we doing this on? Where are we doing this right on? Right in chat room, Brian. What do you want to do? Let's, no, no, no. Let's 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 give it away to our new Twitter followers on our. Um, oh yeah, our new, new Twitter account, TFS Show yeah, at account. TFS Show. There you go. Change the notes. Follow. You know what? Here's what we'll do. Follow it, Brian did. Follow us on TFS uh, at TFS Show on Twitter, and Brian, who also has access to the account, will pick a right. mega uh, a random winner sometime this weekend and give it to you. How about that? Sounds good. All Sounds right. perfect. Just reply and say, give me, give me that game. Give me some game, baby. <laughs> give me that game. Nicole, tell me about the Blood Roars deal. So I'm still doing uh, Steam Player of the Month. And for July, the winner is Blood Roar. And he wished for Dead Island. And, and I, uh, I had a copy of it. And so how I and like a Right, like a good little elf. She showed up in the middle of the night, cobbled his shoes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> of course. And, Deposit so, the game. It's a great game. I had fun with it. Um, the uh, the second one should have been a DLC, but uh, it's still it's still fun. Nice. So there you go. Hope you enjoy it, Blood Roar. Congratulations. Stomp those zombie heads. Yeah, if you want to win, you just got to be part of the uh, Steam group, and boom, Bob's your uncle, and Nicole I'm, will award it each month. I mean, these Steam sales I love because I load up on great games. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I give these games out. I buy them for, like, nothing. <laughs> It's fantastic. $5. And then I, you know, sprinkle them throughout the year. Like a generous <laughs> sprinkler that you are. All right. It is time, I ladies and I gentlemen. I can't wait for Nicole to come into my house and log into my Steam account and give me something and sneak out ever so quietly. Indeed. All right. Time for this. We're kicking it old school. It's time for old school. Okay. We're going to do old school. It's an old game. Something from our past. Something we're into. Today you pulled it from uh, Twitter, I noticed. I did indeed. I was going all day and I suddenly realized, oh, I haven't done an old school pick yet. Yeah. So I, I hit the hit the Twitter and man, did people respond. Check it out. Cool spot for the Mega Drive slash Genesis slash Super NES. I played it on the Genesis back in the day. It I was the first uh, video game I ever played where the mascot was based on a specific product brand, in this case, 7-Up. Uh, was that the dumb spot. stupid little spot guy on that well, thing? You got to admit, he was pretty cool. His little red dot with sunglasses and had big old oh, giant okay. raisin shoes. Remember those raisin shoes? Oh, Remember yeah, the, dude. Yeah, the yeah. California raisin those shoes. Those were a big yeah. deal back in, the, back in the 90s. Here's the thing, though. It was actually a really good game. It was a fun game. Like, it wasn't shite. And that, I think, surprised a lot of people. And I played it all the way through, as I recall. And I really liked it. I thought it was all right. This dumb little character was uh, announced or introduced in 1987. During this time, the red spot in the 7-Up logo was anthropomorphized, given arms, legs, a mouth, what and sunglasses. Mean? It means like made like people. That's what that oh. means. Oh. British video games, you know, like I anthropomorphic they, like, head and things like that. Right. Yeah. I, I thought maybe they, they cut his stuff off or but something. No, they, can't, they made him real. Oh, okay. Like a real boy. British video game developer Virgin Interactive's American Studio produced a platform game starring 7-Up Spot entitled Cool Spot. It was originally programmed at Virgin Games USA by David uh, David Perry. That's his dude behind uh, your Earthworm Jim and various things mm-hmm. since. And now he's a freaking billionaire for selling that weird technology to Sony for their PS4 streaming stuff. 
whatever that was called. Anyway, that guy right. makes so much money, it's sick. Uh, that probably explains it, though. The guy was, he knew platformers and he was smart. And, uh, that explains probably why that game was good. Uh, was ported other, by other teams to other systems. Cool Spot was released on the Mega Drive slash Genesis and Super NES in 1993 and released, uh, for the Master System, Game Gear, Game Boy, Amiga, and DOS in 94. And you jumped around and you did stuff. And I think there was a sequel, wasn't there? There was. There was a, a, a spot two. Yeah, and it wasn't as good. It was not. You cannot capture that kind of thing no. in a bottle. Do you, do you guys remember, what, what's your favorite promotional game? I say this is probably my favorite. That and The Noid had a great I knew little, you were uh, yeah, little game. Yeah, The Noid. I remember and, The Noid being all right. It was and all right. And <laughs> do, you, do, you guys, do you guys remember um, the Dino Dash, Dritos Dino, Dino thing? No. no. Oh, that was like this arcade How game. How old was, is it? I want to say that was in the 90s as well. Really? Maybe even late 90s. It was, there, it was, there are Doritos games now on Xbox Live Arcade. Right. It was much late in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was like, yeah. In fact, I think it's a Doritos. <laughs> Doritos <now>. I think that <laughs> I think the Doritos game, there's a Doritos game now that's like Wipeout. Right. Uh, the game, not the racing game, but the, the jump over obstacles uh, TV game show thing. Right. And it's on Xbox. And I want to say it's supposed to be pretty good. Like, it's actually fun. Doritos does good. But, you know, gamers and Doritos have always gone together. Have they? Have they now? I I believe so. I remember eating Doritos back in my Dungeons & Dragons days. Mm. That and pizza. Pizza and Doritos, that's a good way to... You know, one of my favorite, like, product placement... um, Integrations to a game was World of Warcraft with the, uh, the Mountain Dew pack. Oh, right. <laughs> mm. You would fill it up with like uh, red or blue. <laughs> I just remember people being mad that that was even I happening loved it, at the time. I didn't drink the crap. I right. just play, I had fun with it with my character. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that was kind of cool. And there's that bad robot pet you can get now yeah, to yeah. pet battle with. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Stuff like that. We were talking today. Ter- Terpster's convinced that we're going to be able to have, I think we even named the episode, uh, Pauldrons of Coke, but like have <laughs> like your shoulder pads would be big Coke logos and <laughs> this kind of thing, which would be kind of interesting. But I anyway. dig it. Anyway. Hey, I, I would do it to pay for my Warcraft account. Of course you would. Yeah, that's how you roll. Uh, let's play a clip from uh, Cool Spot, shall we? Check it out. Here it is. Oh, this is interesting. The 7-Up bottle was removed from the intro and replaced by a generic soda bottle of similar color, lacking the label. Presumably, this marketing decision was made to avoid associating 7-Up spot with the 7-Up brand in a region where Fido Dido has been considered the firm's official mascot since the 1980s, so they didn't want to screw with that. Do you guys remember the Fido Dido? He made a brief appearance in the U.S. a couple of times. I don't remember this at all. He's kind of like this this wavy-haired triangle head kind of guy <laughs> so talking about um terpster then just kidding no i don't know who that is i've never even heard of fido dido right it sounds like something made up he did i, I think you're right uh Drizzle in the chat room says he used to host cbs saturday morning cartoons i remember him I, yeah, fido I dido yeah okay you'll you'll recognize him if you google search him. all right well here's the uh some sound for don't, the cool spot intro. Fido oh yeah Feel like oh. we're playing Frog Pants All Stars. It is seven up bottle. It does feel like that. Guess what this is in ten seconds. That whole intro is him on a bottle surfing. So, yep, out in the ocean. Just watch Disorderlies now. 
What's that? What the hell is Ooh, that? Oh, yeah, with the Fat Boys. The fat boys oh, movie. that. The fat Boys are back. <laughs> I tried to forget that, that existed. That's a great, funny film. Is it? Great film? Like, Come on now. I, I, I like it. I, I, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was great. Right. Uh, all right. So there you go. That's your old school pick of the week. And if you have your own, you'd like to submit it, send it to podcast at finalscoreshow.com or find us on Twitter at uh, uh, TFS Show. I almost forgot. TFS Show. And uh, we'll uh, play it on the show, or we'll talk about it, or we'll cover it, or we'll do whatever. That's it. We're done. That's a show. Complete. If you didn't catch it, the last episode on the feed is the gaming panel at Nerdtacular 2013 last weekend. I highly suggest you check it out. And if you want to hear the last half of that panel, which is all about TV, movies, and media, that is also really good. And you can find that on the Autopilot and FilmSack feeds. And then tomorrow, let's see, today, maybe even today, but all today and all weekend, let's put it that way, uh, there will be additional stuff on the TMS, uh, the morning stream feed for like the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, producers panel, right, the right. all-stars thing, all that stuff. So everything if that, that happened at the event, you can hear on various feeds or on the mega feed, the Frog Pants Ultra feed. Right. There you go. Oh yeah. By the way, our old school pick was uh, was given to us by Busy Zombie Lord Lou. Oh, Busy so we, Zombie I, Lord, great. I do appreciate that. Sure, I like it. It's I, a perfect. And pick. a lot of people, right? And a lot of people picked uh, sent some great suggestions in this time. So yeah. But, uh, and we miss you, Casey. We uh, hope you're back next week with whatever you got going on there. And uh, hope everyone's having a really good summer. All right, uh, Nicole, you got anything to pimp? Ladies of Lead happened. You want to, yeah. That's up on yeah, the feed, gonna, isn't it? We're going to be putting that out in the feed. Um, and in fact, we got some changes going to be happening soon with the show. Whoa. Uh, we're going to go weekly. Give me a hint. Oh, it's a weekly. All right. You just yeah, don't. we're just going to go weekly. Okay. We had so much fun. And so I think uh, we're going to start doing it. And got a few things happening. So I, I got to tell you, seeing you guys on stage, all on stage there together was really awesome. That was great. It was fun. I'm so glad Stephanie was, was able to, to come. Absolutely. She had to leave pretty quick after, but. Uh, yeah, she went to China. Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> I'm out of here, people. See ya. Go Utah to I'm China. That just seems, seems yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, what was I she would, doing in China? What was her deal there? Vacation. She oh. went to, on vacation. Wow. So I'm sure she's going to be full of a whole bunch of iOS games when she comes back. And some real bad dog meat. She'll be full of that. <laughs> Brian, anything you got going on you want me to tell the fine folks about? Hmm. Absolutely. We took a break from Comics Coast to Coast this past week, but we do return next week. I can't wait to do some more stuff. We're going to have a, a nice big uh, Comics Coast to Coast live in just about a month and a half with uh, 10 states creators Tom Merritt and Lynn Peralta Ooh, at DragonCon. Nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. Those guys are doing good with that thing. I'm proud of them for that. It's, it's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, it looks stuff. like Lynn's going to kickstart or already started to kickstart uh, Jawbone Radio back up. So, oh, yeah. I'd be on that. Yeah, if you um, if you remember Jawbone Radio with him and his wife, Nora, which was an old podcast and much beloved by many. It's one of the original couples casts. Yep, uh, yep. They're going to have that. It's actually up and you can support it now. So uh, check that out on Kickstarter. All right. I think that's it. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's something else. I, I swear there is. I feel like it was a month ago we all saw each other, and it's really weirded me out, to be honest. Oh, the whole thing oh. is funky. We miss you, too. It was really good to see you guys and everybody else, and especially you fans who came. Thanks for shaking our hands, letting us sign stuff, and hang out with you guys all weekend long. We'll do it again next year and make it even better. Uh, that's it. You can uh, email us, podcast at finalscoreshow.com. Go to the website, finalscoreshow.com. Paul Swickard is our intern. And Thank he does you, great Paul. posts. Thanks, Paul. 
Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at Scott Johnson, Mission Deep, and Nicole Spag on Facebook slash Final Score Show. And on the uh, Steam community, you can find us at steamcommunity.com slash group slash Final Score Show. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, and Nicole. We'll see you next time. Fido Dido. Dido. This is Casey with a music memory. How many of you ever played a weird little scrolling shooter called Stinger for the NES? You know, the one where aliens kidnap Dr. Cinnamon to force him to make a weapon that will turn Earth into a giant ball of cotton candy? I don't recall putting too much time into this game. I vaguely remember shooting a bunch of donuts, popsicles, and sugar beets before getting mangled by a giant watermelon thing at the end of the first level. The hardest part was juggling the little bells with your heart gun? It kind of made me nauseous for some reason. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!